0: Moshe was Rabbeinu, our teacher, our Rav, but he's also called Ro'enu, our shepherd, the one who led us, the Raya Mehemna, a trustworthy shepherd. And if we want to know what leadership is all about, we need to know, go further than Moshe. Leadership remains today one of the most important institutions in the world. Books come out on every day with insights into being a great leader. Amazon offers 57,136 books. I counted that for you.
1: With the word leadership
0: in the title. We have rabbinic leaders, lay leaders. And maybe most importantly for everybody here, in a certain way, every head of a house has to be a leader. In which direction will you be taking your family? What values will you inculcate in your home? we look at three stages in Moshe's life, Moshe at 20, Moshe at 80, and then Moshe as he departs from the Jewish people in Zvarim. Some of the lessons jump out from a simple reflection in the Pesukim, as we always need to do, We're from a simple shot in the Torah, and some from culling lessons in a more sophisticated look at the Bepharshim. So let's start. V'hi b'yan ma'him, v'yigdo Moshe, He went out to his brothers. And he saw their sufferings. A bad Egyptian man was hitting the Jew. And he turned this way and that way. And he killed the Mitzri. Covered up with the sand. The Medrash tells us that Moshe was all of 20 years old when this action happened. There's a world of leadership lessons in these two short sukkim we we'll to learn four. First off, something everybody talks about that jumps out, he was V'yaytzei. He went out to his brothers. V'yaytzei alechov. Listen to the Malbim. Shagam she'gol melech. Even though Moshe was a princely young man, Yisroel, how your eyes, but ta'chus Jewish people was at a low stage. Lo histipanu mehem, he didn't hide his face from them. V'yetsalel mitachim echov, v'yetsalechov, he remembered that they were his brothers. Hefach mitevanashim, the opposite of the nature of people. Shibal losim l'gudula, when they are go l'gudula, when they become famous, prominent. They stay away from the old town people that they used to be friendly with. This is our first lesson. We have to go out to the people. Don't sit in your ivory tower ignoring the plight of the Jewish people. Baruch Hashem, I'm from, I'll marry a nice Jewish girl. My family's doing well. Parnassa, I hope the Jewish people doesn't fall apart. It should be good for them. I might think, community, Chay it's good. No, 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 go out. See what's going on. Be part of the story of Klayster. Be part of the story of your communities. The Malabin speaks about the human nature of people who go to Gedula. All Gdullah let's, let's translate it as prominence. People become prominent, you know. They become famous. the are people people can ask them for money, for favors. Stay away from relatives. Sometimes stay away from from the hometown. Forget the little people along the way. For bali tshuva, those are mischazing life. Maybe that would translate to desire to live only in a world of kedusha, only in a world of holiness and tara, which is, of course, on its own a good thing. But we absolutely can't let that correct desire infringe on our care for rule. Don't be selfish. You were chosen. Every person here was chosen. Through unique like circumstances. And often not because of our schuss, not because of our merit. We don't really know. Why was one? Why in the family? So many guys are from families that are so interesting. <laughs> but you were chosen not for yourself, you are chosen for others. But it's not enough just to go out. Let's get to the second level. Maybe we will go out, bust some heads, look for trouble, show the non-Jews' his boss. <laughs> Moshe went out and he saw the pain. Medgar says, <laughs> He saw them crying from their work. Moshe went and helped each and every Yid. Let me help you. He's wearing silk garbs, who knows what. Probably all colorful from the Egyptian tradition that he grew up in. Getting his sandals dirty. Carrying together with them. The Ramban says, Moshe couldn't put up with, he couldn't handle the tsar that he saw. He cried and he couldn't handle the pain. But Rashi goes further, and I think you have to memorize this Rashi, and you can't memorize this Rashi. Nason Einov He gave his eyes, as much as his eyes could be given over, his holy eyes, his Shomer eyes, Moshe's eyes, on the Shire. then and his heart, heart of Moshe, L'Omeitsar to be there. He put his whole self into it, his heart and his soul and his eyes, everything about it. We all often stop after our initial reaction to something. Oh, it's so sad. Oh, what a shame. Not Moshe Rabin. He reflected. He thought about it. He went into it. What's my roommate really going through? What's it like to have that type of situation? What's it like to have a son in Gaza? What's it not like not to know when you're going to return to your beloved communities and your home? People build homes. I have no idea. Hundreds of thousands of people. They really don't know when, where. Ravov is deservedly a very famous name. He had a very, very illustrious father-in-law, the Holy Torah of Rav 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 kaddish, one of the greatest Talmudian of the Altus L'Badkin, when the altar came and made the yeshiva in Hebron, until he left. Rav Gudzinski in charge of the yeshiva together with son in of guys Ezeksheh, that's how much the altar held of him. They used to say by Rav Ram, the whole world stands on Lithuania, Torah of Lithuania. All Lithuania stands on Slobodka. Those whole Slobodka stands on Rav Avram. And then Rav Avram stands on one leg. He had, a, he had a bad leg. That's how he was. So I heard from Rav Olba, I think a few times that Rav Avram who made it through the Holocaust. The Nazis killed him. Eventually Rav Vasrama was together with him. They were together. Once Rav Vasrama gave a sheer on Kiddush Hashem and. Rav, Avram Grudzinski gave a schmooze on Kiddush Did you imagine? Holiness. They both died, I think, in the ninth fort. Cubbed them. So he once made it through a death line. And so he went to the right. But every single year that he went to the left, he started, he broke down and crying. And my of Leichter was mamik in this one time. He said, the nature of a person when you make it out is you're so stuck with your own being saved. You can't even think about someone else. The not only of Lebo, not just once, every single yid that he saw and that he heard about that he got on the other side was broken by. Each and every one. So the first lesson is V'Yetzelechok. You have to go out to our brothers. Second one, Eneb Lebo, we have to care about Klai What's our third lesson from these Pesukah? But then he took action. V'Yachas and Mitzri. The mystery, it's great to care, but you need to do something. You know, there are a lot of armchair caretakers in communities. The school's no good, the rub's no good, the shul's no good, they're not friendly, they're not this, they're not that. Don't complain, do something. I want to share a chiddush of mine that not always can we do things, our time and our abilities are limited. There's an endless amount of things. Ruben Tzarchi But the very fact that you see something and consider taking action, even, you go through that process, elevates you. And sometimes by thinking and questioning, you see there's something small you can do to help a situation. Maybe you can't take on all the issues in your community. But you remember the lesson of Yachas and and you look around and you see there's something small I can do. I can't do this. But I could do that. Or I can do nothing. But the very fact you're thinking like that is an elevated person. It's a different person who's someone who's aware of what's going on. So for number four, we have to take a step back now. A less known message. Before Moshe took action, he did something else. Vayif and He turned this way and he turned that way. He didn't jump and act foolishly. He weighed his action. Vayif and Let's learn from the album again. Ubal Tomar, Tomar, don't say. Maybe Moshe did. It, he was emotional. He was moved. was a, it was an anger that that blew up in him. That's not. There's a mile in that sometimes, but that's not. Uh, that's not That's not praiseworthy. <coughs> so that's the idea the Torah is teaching us. even Kove Yesh Ish. He did it in, with thinking. And he just thought, what's going to be the totzah of this action? Is this a good thing to do or a bad thing? Where is this leading to? He knew there's going to be a danger. And he realized, and only then did he stop. Now this is an excellent message, which is a little less obvious. So much positive energy is wasted on bad ideas. Remember that language. So much positive energy is wasted on bad ideas. You have to think, what's going to be the result of this? What's the end game? Where's, what's it going to look like the day after if I do this? Do you have the resources to carry this out? We've all probably been promised things from people. Well-wishers say, I'll do this, I'll do that. I was dealing with a very difficult situation one time. Ooh, so many people were calling me with eights, this, that. I asked one fellow who called me in the middle of the night I was dealing with something, two in the morning. I called the next one, could you take care of the situation? Couldn't get the guy on the telephone. Three in the morning, he was giving me 9 9.30, he wasn't around. Where are you? Don't waste energy on bad ideas. And let's say deeper, if you really care, that should drive you not to waste your time on bad ideas. Sometimes we act just to get it off our chest, to check the box. I did something. I can say I did something. And often we don't have the sechol the das Torah to know. We have to turn to our authorities to figure out: is this the right idea, or is this the wrong idea? Is this going to make an improvement? Is this going to make it? Is this going to be something worse? Am I taking resources from some place that they should be taken from to somewhere else? You have to think. All that's glitter, all the glitter is in gold. So these are four lessons we learned from Moshe when he was twenty. Let's fast forward. Moshe's run away to Midian, married Zipporah, six decades later, he's now 80 years old. We're at the burning bush, the sneh, and Hashem shares the amazing news that he's feeling Chal pain, he's going to save them. Moshe. <speaking in Hebrew> Save the Jewish people, you're the one. What would you say? Who am I going to paro? Moshe questions his abilities. Am I really the man for the job? A healthy, and I emphasize healthy, amount of self doubt and self awareness. One of the Kenyani Torahs, Machir Mekoma to know your place. To know what you're built to do and what you should leave for other more worthy souls. Marcus McCombo. There's a wonderful expression, I mean wonderful in how much it's how accurate, it's promoted to incompetence. It's painful to hear about individuals who are so good at level one, level two job and they get promoted to a situation where they ruin their careers. And I've seen it. By taking on a job that's too big. The oldest son of the Heleged of Rechaim was the Shinaber of. You know, Shri Yecheskel, himself, was an outstanding Gaon for to Kadosh, like so many of the other Divri children. Someone with Anane's voice, to say the least, asked the Gabai if he could daven. His father's yard site, someone's yard site, daven he did. Well, the Shinaber asked him after, what'd you ask the Gabai about? What was that whole discussion? So the all described, and he said, you know, I have a yard site, etc., so I wanted to daven. So it was on Shabbos. Ah! Shepard said, did you do a CM Hashas? For the art side? No. Why not? He says, not in my abilities to do a Siyam Hashas. So Shepard said, I want to tell you something. It's not in your abilities to sing for the tzivor either. <laughs> so that's number five. You have to question if you're the right man for the job. And if anyone else can do it. The discussion between the Kaddish Boruch and Moshe continues. Still at the sniff. Beyond Moshe They won't listen to me. The Yomer love. I just remember, you know, I asked my Rebbe Block one time, Rebbe, how come you don't daven on your father's yard I used to sit with him during davening a lot. Shmuz with him between Gavra and Gavra. Hop every minute I could with him. He says, what? Well, because my father died, I have to kill other people. <laughs> The Jewish people won't listen to me. It's not going to work. Throw it down, comes a snake. Why a Nachash? So Rashi explains, that was to remind Moshe about the first snake. The original Russian monger. Moshe, you're questioning the faith of the Jewish people. Chaya's was not going to listen to you. And the Meshech Chochma is an amazing addition to this. He says Moshe did something, which we would think was a very positive thing. He brought his family back to Mitzrayim. Why did he do that? They were Midyan. To them. I am so sure we're going to get out that I'm putting my family in Egypt. And Ramses and wherever it was, Goshen. Meshachachma says, You think Kleistow needs Chizek? They don't need your family. They're believers. You go give Rabchaim Kanyevsky Chizek, it's good to learn. or Epis. Chazik Rabchaim. It was once, once by Rabbi Leif Steinman, we got on the door, and another Rebbe was with me, shaking his hand so fast. Like, <laughs> it's okay the Jewish people are believers they're awesome they don't need your chizik Moshe so that's number 6 a leader has to believe in his people especially a leader of the Jewish people Jews are geniuses we're godly, we're driven who knows their potential okay Finally, Moshe does this. takes the shlichas after this whole back and forth. And then he does a very curious thing. Yes, Yisra for Rishos. This follow. the lech Moshe v'yoshu vel yesser chosno v'yom lo lo elchona v'yashu achi asher Mitzrayim I want to go back to my brothers v'er e'ahodim chaim v'yom re'yessur lo Moshe lech l'shalom Go. And Rashi explains. What was he doing? He was asking for permission. Permission? Permission? He's going to save the Jewish people! You need a small thing like permission from your father-in-law? Get in his way. So it needs a lot of expl- explanation and it's explained in this for him. But however we explain it, we see an amazing idea: that even if you're doing very, very great things, there's a way to do things and a way not to do things. And the fact you're doing something very, very great isn't matter. it doesn't allow us to do whatever we want. And one has to ask, does the ends justify the means? And sometimes even a very, very good idea has to get let go. Because it doesn't. When we say that, when we don't say that, beyond me. But the lesson is there. Okay. So we learned about Moshe when he was 20, we learned about Moshe when he was 80. Let's... Push ahead to when he's 120. Last days, last day, to the end of his life. We have an incredible pasuk in Devarim, parik <clears> ale <throat> pasuk right right the beginning of Devarim, beginning of Mishpat By the way, Mishpat Torah was taught in Shvat. It says, "Be'ever a yarden, be'eretz Moav, how will Moshe bear the Torah?" That's more. What's holo Moshe Beres Torah? Moshe started teaching Torah. He's 120. Last day of his life. He starts teaching Torah. Began. What's he been doing the last 40 years? He's a rabbeinu. So we're going to see three approaches, each one with a special lesson about Moshe, each one with a special lesson about leadership. What well, what did he start? Says the Ibn Ezra, <laughs> He began then teaching the children that were in the midbar what had happened until then. He took the younger generation back to the history of the Jewish people. The Svorno says, ho he began Ma bo Totally different shot. He began to analyze and think what's going to happen once I leave? What's fake what doubts? We'll come to the Jewish people. I'm going to address them now. Here is Moshe Rabbeinu, the national leader. According to the Ibn Ezra, he's worried about the next generation. Some people limit their Hashpah to their people. But guess what? There are new people. There are other people who need you. There's a new generation, and Moshe knows they need me also. Maybe only for a day, maybe only for a week. But I have to have hashba on them now. He doesn't limit himself to his yeshiva, doesn't limit himself to his organization, doesn't limit himself to his generation. And one thinks of the great Hasidic rabbis, like the Klosenberger that we learned about, the Satmer, the Belzerov, who all lost everything in the war, everything, and then rebuilt with the new generation. And the Roshi Yeshiva, like Rav and Cutler, and the Panovich That's lesson number eight. Don't limit yourself to your people. See the new leadership opportunities in front of you. As Moshe Benet did. Imagine if one of them said, and there were people who did say that, my chasidim are dead, all my chasidim died. There's nobody to work with, I retire. We'd have no Lanyado Hospital. We'd have no Belz Chasidus. We'd have no Satmar. We'd have no Ponovich. We'd have no Lakewood. And tens of other places. My father once shared with me, and I found it in a lot of different places since he told me this, he sewed. There were some phenomenal European born Rosh Hashivas and Rabbanim Magidishir, on the highest level, who they were imagining that they would be Magidei in Europe. That didn't work out. They get to America to apple pie eating. Baseball-playing youth, and they can never make the connection. This wasn't. This wasn't a contract. Americanisher. Sure. They know what a baseball was. They were modern in a different way. Baseball. Hit, what? It's a stick. Explain it. There's a ball and a stick. Yeah, and then what? He hits the ball with the stick. Yeah, and then forty thousand people go crazy over what? <laughs> and then there's this thing called pie. At the end, you have a pie. What well, is a pie? you fill it with apple and everybody gets very excited and there's a hot dog and you have a hot dog in the stadium with a stick someone told me, I don't think it's true but they said that someone had taken the Samarov to a tennis match, I don't believe it, but that's what they said and Samarov said, I don't get it he runs, runs, runs after the ball, then he gets her and he hits it away <laughs> But those Roshishi my father told me were very ineffective. But there were others who saw the next generation, elie khazan Mendel Kaplan, many, many others who saw potential. These Americans tell me they're Gavaldi. It's not what I planned for. So what, but it's awesome. What a schuss. I can be Mamitar in America. I'm much bigger in certain way than being mom just continuing what was in Europe. That's the idea of Ibn Ezra. Don't stop with your tzibur, as so many people do. According to the Sforno, it's a different idea. Again, the Sforno said, He thought, where is the suffix going to be? Not to the new generation. He thought, what sfakus are going to arise after I leave? There's something great here. It's bigger than little me, and I want it to continue and flourish after I'm gone. Sakus will arise, doubts will arise. I can help now think about what's going to be. About Gaiva, a haughty person, the opposite. Why? Because the more things fall apart when he's gone, the more it showed that it was all dependent on him. He likes that. The book Good to Great lists this as a problem with very charismatic leaders and what he calls level five leadership of those who rise above this. You want the very best CEO to be there after you. Not Moshe. He's thinking, what's going to be afterwards? Let's finish with number 10, the Medrash. Here's the lesson of the Sifri. what the Hoa was. We're going back to that question. What did he start? What Moshe been starting? Listen to this. Kvar ani samuch I'm close to death. Someone heard a pasach from me and forgot it? Yol I'll teach you again. Moshe began to teach. Meaning, he was ready to do a review with each and every member of Kali According to the Ibn Ezra and the Svarno, Moshe is taking national responsibility. The next generation, communal doubts. But according to the Sifri, it was Moshe the Malamed to teach individuals Sometimes big leaders forget the value of a simple thing like reviewing a posse with a young Jewish boy. It's understandable. They have a lot of things on their head. I understand it. But Moshe Rabbeinu didn't forget how much every Jewish child knowing the Torah was worth. And before he left this world he spent time learning with individuals. Imagine what type of impression that made with individuals. Someone turns to his great-great-grandchildren and says, these sukim I with Moshe. That Moshe, they carried that their whole lives. I this with Moshe Rabenu. That's our final lesson of the day. And the big issues. Don't forget the individuals, and specifically how important it is to teach individuals and how much every individual is worth. Both in closing some real leaders in this crowd. Some amazing leaders in our Yis-Medrish, and the way we typically think about leadership. But as we said, we all were chosen, and we all need to be leaders on some. No one can put his hand in the sand today. Nobody. Leadership needs to be something we keep working on and learning about. And there's no better place to start than learning from the greatest leaders that ever were, the Gdo'i Yisroel, starting with the Avos, to Moshe down the generations. Thank you very much.